ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to the lmc cast we're doing a little one-off special here for you today uh i'm on my lonesome i'm Murthard, if you don't recognize my voice and uh yeah we're gonna just take a little bit of time and recommend you some games dive to pick up on you know the various steam sales hopefully the time this goes up the winter sales on but let's be honest they're fairly frequent enough then you know a couple of these games are on other platforms as well uh, but I am focusing on Steam, just because it's the easiest one to look up and know when games are going to be on sale, to be honest. Uh, so yes, welcome to this uh, Five Games at Earthheart. I mean, yeah, I may have been watching a bit too much Five Nights at Freddy's stuff recently. There's going to be no FNAF games on here, and also no games I've worked on. Uh, I'm going to keep that rule going, because, I don't know, it's, it's personal preference anyway. So yes, um, but before we do that, uh, you know, let's get into something with a little piece of music.
that was Blizzard Peaks from Sonic Rush Adventure. So our first game on the docket tonight is one that I think most of the LMC crew would be quite happy to recommend to you. It's uh, one of our games we've done quite a bit on stream, um, both with and without uh, Kevin actually. We've done a couple of runs as a kind of filler when he's not been around. Um, but it's one to four co-op first person shooter game called Gunfire Reborn. If you've not heard of this game, it is basically a game revolving around various Chinese mythology and lore. You get to play as one of a variety of cute and cuddly critters. It's ranging from a cat that can fire out chains to freeze people in time, a fire fox, literally, a cute little fox that fires out massive flame balls and fiery meteors, a bunny that can shoot out swords, you know, and a bird that can kick you to regain its armor. Uh, a white tiger that shoots lightning. That's probably one of the ones that make the most sense. And um, a good boy of a dog whose um, special ability is being able to use two guns at the same time. Every every character has basically two unique features. They all have kind of a variety of you know health, armor, speed and such. But they have two unique abilities. One of them is... Uh, kind of their grenade type, so um, the prince, the first cat you get to unlock, as the first character you play as gets gas grenades, basically. The dog just gets straight-off explosive grenades. The bird doesn't get grenades, it gets a wing cleave, but that's kind of important to it being a melee character. The bunny has, uh, like, blooms um, that you can upgrade to do various effects. As previously mentioned, the Firefox gets meteorites as grenades. And then you have your primary ability, which is the one you charge over time and, you know, does a big effect. So the dog gets the dual wield, the cat gets the freezing time ability, bird gets to kick people, which is the only way to regain his armor, at least at the start of the game. His armor works differently to all the other characters who have, like, a rechargeable shield. Um... But among just the character variation, there's also a massive amount of variety in weapons, um, ranging from well, pretty much everything you can think of, including um, you know you've got your standards, your, you've got you know pistols, uh, pistols that shoot fire, pistols that shoot lightning, um, kunai that shoot lightning, fire and poison, you know rocket launchers. They've just added a massive laser and a chainsaw essentially. But then there's some. And one of my favourite ones is something called a dual fang, which is a tiny little lizard that um, alternates spitting fire and poison. And uh, the fun thing with those kind of weapons is the way you reload it is to stroke its back. You know, give it some uh, confidence and such. But the other part of the game that's the appealing part is it's uh, randomly generated. The various levels, you have like set levels you go through theme-wise, but the actual layout is randomised, uh, all the drops are randomised enemy placement etc etc and uh yeah it's it's one of those games that we play fairly regularly now some of us you know quite enjoy playing alone others you know it's a it's a four-player cold game we prefer to play it with our friends it's one of those enjoyment i mean to be fair most games are more fun with friends but you know, this is a particular one we really enjoy we keep going back to and they keep updating um they've had update uh in november 2023 uh admittedly not a massive update it's added a couple of weapons and an endless mode to the hardest difficulty if you really are insane and two achievements uh which some of the lmc crew are kind of desperate to get to but 
hey, it's all fun. And, you know, it's not just, you know, a set of levels and a boss. Um, there's two different bosses for each ending. There is a horde mode. We're not acid fans of it, but it is there, and it's fine. There are daily ch- challenges for single player as well. Yeah, it, the game's got a lot going for it, and, yeah, it'll give you a lot of entertainment. It's it's just one of those ones that you can happily play around with friends every week. You know, I play it with both the LMC crew, but I've also got a group of American friends that I quite like playing through frequently. And, you know, depending on who we're playing with, depending on what we feel like, we'll up the difficulty, we'll change different modifiers. Um, the game start. you know, you start on your normal difficulty, then you unlock Hard, then you unlock Nightmare, and then you unlock this thing called Reincarnation, which adds extra elements to it. Stuff you can spend your experience on, because once you've fully leveled your characters, what else is the experience good for? Well, they have actually found something useful as a second type of currency, basically, for more different effects. Um, and it's that kind of good thinking which has kind of kept the game fresh. Some of us like it more than others, but yeah, it's it's very highly recommended amongst all the LMC crew. So yeah, Strengths, it's a four-player co-op game. So unfortunately, yes, it does need you need to buy the game four times, but... It's not massively expensive. I will say that there are <laughs> sometimes a few interesting errors with the game forgetting to display English text and uh, displaying Chinese text. And recently we found a major spelling error <laughs> in um, one of the scrolls. Actually, that's one of the things I forgot. You can pick up like scrolls that differ your abilities and such. No, no, bonus collectible. There you go. <laughs> but um, yeah, we we all heavily recommend this game and... If you go, it's like, yeah, but we don't have Steam. Good news, it's also available on Xbox and PlayStation. There is no cross-play. I mean, to be fair, this is a small studio. I think this is their first game. So, you know, somewhat forgivable. But, you know, if all your friends are on Xbox, all your friends are on PlayStation, no problem. Uh, I don't know if the updates come to them. There is uh, two sets of DLC. Um, both DLCs pretty much just add two new characters each. Um, the first DLC, I believe, adds... The Firefox and the Monkey. The second DLC adds the Red Panda and the Owl. Uh, of which uh, the Red Panda is quite fun. It's very beginner friendly because it basically adds an extra NPC to your to your uh, lot. The Owl is very much an expert player one. The Red Panda, uh, sorry, the Firefox and Monkey are kind of both medium difficulty, I guess. I think it's the best way to describe it. But they're not essential to play the game. But if you enjoy it, yeah, maybe consider getting them. So yeah, Gunfire Reborn. A massive um, recommendation from everyone here at LMC. Yeah. and uh, But yeah, we would definitely recommend playing it with friends, I think. It will get a, you know, it can get a little bit boring just doing run after run after run on your own. Definitely do a couple. I mean, if you're looking to get all the achievements, you have to do one run on your own. As there is one, I believe, that involves the Lightning Tiger, which you literally need to play solo throughout the whole game. So, But yes, Gunfire Reborn is available now. It's in full release, and it's available on Steam, Xbox, and PlayStation. Uh, in the UK, it's around, I think, 15 quid around here. But, you know, prices will vary depending on your location. So do double check that. So yes, uh, so we're going to play you something from Gunfire Reborn here, I think. Enjoy!
So, if you want a game that involves you being able to shoot, but aren't particularly keen on first-person shooters, you want something with a little bit more of a 2D plane, I've got a couple of games that might interest you, uh, especially if you're a fan of the old Apogee games. Yep, uh, if you remember having games on a floppy disk, you may actually remember these two games. But if you don't, don't worry. You don't need to. They're still quite fun games. Um, they are called Secret Agent HD and Crystal Caves HD. Now, why am I lumping these two games together? The honest answer is because they are essentially the same game. Uh, but, well, that's not true. There's, there's slight differences, but the basic premises of the game are the same. You play a character with a gun, you have limited ammunition, and you're basically trying to get through puzzle platform levels, trying to figure out where you can go, making sure to conserve ammo when you're low, and just trying to complete the objectives. The objectives on both are a little bit different. Uh, Secret Agent HD, if I remember rightly, you need to find a bomb and blow your way outside of a door after disabling uh, some key equipment. You play as a spy, trying to defeat evil, basically. Uh, Crystal Caves, on the other hand, uh, you play as a miner, a person who mines underground, not a small child, um, and you're trying to just basically make enough money to live off by collecting crystals in foreign planet caves that no one has gone to. But of course these caves are going to be infested with monsters, so you'll need to shoot the monsters. Crystal Caves especially gives you a lot of freedom about what order you do the levels in, Secret Agent isn't quite as free, though it does occasionally give you options. Secret Agent has like an overworld map that you go and pick the different locations out of. Whereas Crystal Caves, the level select is kind of just another level. And you are required to beat some levels before you can get onto others. But for the most part, you can just choose what levels you want to do. Um, both of these games are ones I played when I was very young, but you could only play the first chapter as freeware. So the fact that these games have been re-released with, you know, options for working on modern systems is really nice. And I believe they both come with an extra episode and both of them have the ability for downloading extra levels, either fan-made or uh, they do occasionally release like bonus levels made by the de developers. Um, in fact, uh, Christmas 2023, they're doing that for Secret Agent. They're doing free level per day for a portion of Christmas. So it's a... Uh, yeah, quite nice of them. And, uh, yeah, they're very basic. I mean, they're 2D platforming of the old DOS-era games. There's <laughs> there's not much to say. Now, you can actually buy the originals if you want the DOS versions. They're also on Steam. But I would generally advise to get the HD versions. They just run nicer and better, basically. These are, you know, they're, they're not going to be games that last you forever. But I think their base price is under $10 or... 8 quid, I think, normally. And they go on sale as well. At the moment, they're under £2.50. You really can't complain at that. <laughs> um, now, these games are only available on Steam. They might be available on GOG as well, but if you're buying PC games, you're probably going to be on Steam. Um, but they are just simple fun. They won't last you forever. Um, but they do have leaderboards. They do have free levels of difficulty. So there's a lot of options there for you to try stuff. Now... These are only single-player games, but they're good. They're quite good just to sit around if you have a spare night, get through a chapter. It's fun, and they've all got a bit of tongue-in-cheek humour as well. Uh, one of the things I love in Crystal Caves is that 
because you're on a foreign planet, every level has somewhere that's creating oxygen. If you accidentally shoot that, oh no, you go pop. <laughs> there are ways to take advantage of enemies also aggroing towards each other. There's there's lots of interesting stuff in these games. Uh, it's, it's just clever level design, basically. Now, admittedly, it does punish you for being slightly reckless with your ammo. There is, there is literally a limited amount of ammo in the game. If you know which route you're going, it's not as big a deal. But you know, that, that comes with playing the game over and over again. So uh, not everyone will have that luxury. These are two great games, but bear in mind they are quite basic. I'm not even going to be able to play you music from these games. Uh, because there is no music. There's sound effects. I don't think there's music anywhere. But for some reason in my head, I remember there is no music. <laughs> so uh, maybe I'll play something from the similar era like Commander Keen or something like that. But uh, yeah, no, these are two really nice games. They're two separate games. Um, if you would ask me which one I'd pick, I'd say Crystal Caves, but that's because that's the one I played of more of when I'm younger. It's the one I have more memory of. And to be honest, I just think it's a better concept. You know, Secret Agent's been done over and over again. It's like, oh, yes, you're a Bond-esque blonde blue-eyed Piero saving the world, whereas Crystal Cave is just like, yeah, you're a miner and you uh, keep getting tricked into doing lots of scams and losing all your money, so you need get-quick-rich schemes. And then, you know, you go into these plants and mining for it, and then you get tricked into something else. <laughs> but no, I, I, I love these games. They're simple, they're nice, but they're fun. And, you know, it's. I will say it's really nice that developers are bringing some of these classic back and just making sure they work on modern systems. Uh, these two games are a great example. They're both, I mean, again, if the name Apogee rings a bell with you, you know, these are well-known titles probably from the past. But, uh, yeah, these are available on Steam right now. Um, they're only available on Steam. I hope one day they might port it to consoles. I doubt it, but... Hey, you never know. Certainly the Switch probably wouldn't mind them. But uh, anyway, uh, looking up, there is music for the HD re-releases uh, re of these games. So please enjoy uh, the first track, the title screen to Secret Agent HD by James Paddock. And uh, I'm also going to put on Commander King because I want to. Uh, so Secret of the Oracles by Robert Prince. Enjoy. <laughs>
So I said these two games were puzzly, platformery shooter stuff. So um, why don't we go back to the 3D realm with another puzzle game that's based on a engine mostly built for shooting. <laughs> um, but this is genuinely a favourite game of mine and recently had a sequel out which I thoroughly enjoyed. And that is the Talos Principle. So the Talos Principle is... The best closest example I can give is it's kind of like Portal, just without the Portal gun. In fact, you do not get a gun at all. The way it works is you play a robot. Uh, I don't want to spoil the story, but a voice in the sky, and depending on what setting you have, that voice in the sky could be a wisecracking Duke Nukem spin-off you can have Sirius Sam as the voice from above, but it's supposed to be a god called Elohim. And uh, he will guide you through this land and tell you what you should and shouldn't do. It's up to you whether you do what he says. Uh, in fact, there are achievements for both doing what he says and for disobeying him, so maybe you want to do both. But um, yeah, the game sets up puzzles, and the kind of two sets of puzzles you have the kind of stage puzzles which you unlock different items as you go through the game that do more and more things so you start with a single item which is a jammer the jammer can open electric gateways it can stop things working generally um, like bombs or gatling guns and but later on you get stuff like uh, you'll get a item that lets you redirect lasers you'll get an item called a hexahedron aka a box there are hilarious arguments in the game about whether it is a hexahedron whether it's a different shape whether it's a deca uh, decahedron whether it's a convex or whether it's just a box you know <laughs> there's loads of these really interesting conversations between imaginary characters uh but the talos principle yeah it's a puzzle game builds up the other side of the puzzles are there are kind of 2D tetromino fill in the gap with these pieces to make a usually a square or rectangle but they're usually for locking gates but you get the puzzle pieces by doing the 3D levels and um I guess the thing is like yeah if you enjoyed Portal give this one a shot um it's the one problem I find with puzzle games is they're either a little bit boring because they're too easy or they're immensely pretentious and get really annoying. The Witness is one of those ones that fall into the pretentious category, along with Fez. To a certain extent, Babber is you, but I don't feel like Babber is you is its fault. It's just the fact that they've made the puzzles so blooming difficult for people that want to um, explore and break the game. But anyway... Getting off topic. The Talos Principle isn't quite that stuffy. Now, admittedly, the the whole Elohim thing makes it seem like, oh, this is going to be pretentious. A, if you want to turn that off, put the Serious Sam voice on. Because <laughs> that just stops that happening. But the, get, the whole point of the game is that it's, you know, do you obey the voice in the sky or do you decide, sod him, I'm going to do what I want to do. And just to give you an example of the way there's two achievements, sometimes if you spend too long trying to solve a puzzle, he'll go, my child, obviously you're struggling with this. Come back later once you've had a fresh thought doing another puzzle and try again later. And there are two achievements. You can either do what he says, leave, try another puzzle and then come back later, or you can just ignore him and keep trying the puzzle. 
there are genuinely two different achievements for doing that. You can get them both in one run, I believe. I think Gavi, who's been running through the game uh, recently, has done so. But um, that's kind of the nice little touches of it. Now, there's a lot of hidden secrets and stuff in the game as well. There are collectible stars. What do they unlock? That's a long story. Uh, (laughs) But more puzzles is one of the answers. But yeah, the game contains various puzzles. You have green, yellow, red puzzles. Green are your easy ones and unlock the doors to get to the other puzzles, basically. Main puzzles, anyway. Yellow ones unlock new items. And they're kind of the medium difficulty. Red are the hard ones. What do you need the red ones for? Well, you need to get them all to finish the game. But yeah, like I said, there's different endings. <laughs> the The red ones have more to them than it may seem. But uh, yeah, it's it's just a really good puzzle game. And it's one you don't quite expect from the creators of Serious Sam. But honestly, it's I, mean, I, I love the game and I've loved the sequel as well. I will say there is one thing with the game where I have known a few people who get quite sick with the Serious Sam engine, like dizzy and you know motion sick. And um, we've never figured out how to solve that, which is weird because the game has loads of motion sensitivity options because you can play the entire game in VR. I think that's a separate purchase. But yeah, you can play the entirety of Talos Principle in VR. So if you're looking for a VR game, here you go. But yeah, uh, it's a game of love. But if, if you are, if you do struggle with the Sirius engine, you might know that in advance. If you don't, get this game on the cheap to test it. I can't remember if there's a demo of it anymore um but yeah if you are struggling with it the sequel is in the unreal engine so you might be better off going with the sequel um but i'm kind of recommending all these games because you can get them quite cheap in sales and uh, yeah the talos principle has gone down to yeah a couple of quid as well and definitely has gone under five dollars and not just on uh, steam as well it is available on playstation and xbox so you can take your pick um, I might advise against buying the DLC straight away because, I mean, if you're buying, I think on PlayStation, the Deluxe Edition is almost as cheap as the Basic Edition, but um, the Road to Gehenna, Gehenna is, um, oh, boy, is that a challenge. I have done it, but oh, boy. But yeah, I, I, I love this game. As I said, if you're really looking for a VR game, you can play this entirely in VR, but yeah, be aware that it may come cause some motion sickness but it's a game i heavily recommend and yeah well worth giving a try if you like if you liked portal give this a try if you like puzzle games give this a try i would advise doing this before going in the second one if you can because the second one kind of starts where the first one finishes or specifically it finishes with one of the endings oh actually i will say there are some secret hidden multiplayer kind of things in it it's hard to explain but basically there are some interactions you can do between games um there are two specifically one of them requires you to get the hardest ending in the game by literally solving every single puzzle that's uh, not easy um but uh you can also just paint messages on the wall for your friends and they will turn up in their game though there is a limit to what you... There's predetermined messages. You can't just say what you want, unfortunately. So yeah, Dallas Principle. Uh, highly, highly recommend. I love this game. And yeah, if you enjoy it, there's a sequel out and it's it's good. It's very, very good. 
but it is very much hey you know the first game i hope you do because we're just building on the first game if you uh didn't at least complete the basic game you're gonna struggle with this one <laughs> but yes so enjoy some of the mu the very uh calm and relaxing music to talos principle soundtrack was by damjan marvonic sorry if i've butchered your name there and we'll be listening to Virgo Serenia and the Dance of Eternity so please do enjoy Now, I understand some people might be on a really tight budget. And when I say really tight budget, I mean you really don't want to spend any money anymore. And that's fair. There are plenty of free games available on all platforms. But here's one that we have recommended on LMC Cast in the past, but I'm going to repeat it anyway because it's free. And it's a full adventure. Like um, Secret Agent and Crystal Caves, it was a DOS game, so... 
it's it's an oldie and it's it's a bit jank but hey you're getting it for free and it's called god of thunder so yes it's based on four and loki and all that stuff um you play as thor with majorna and uh yeah you have to go and beat loki but first you've got to get through his two minions in the first two episodes um it's kind of a zelda like puzzle game with a little bit of fighting uh thankfully majorna is a thrown weapon so you can throw it far away to hit enemies rather than you know getting up close and personal and actually getting up close and personal is a worse way of doing it you can attack with your fists um but it's not very good <laughs> you want to be using your hammer uh, but the game expands it, the game's pretty much it's just a silly little game it's got some humor in it it's got some basic puzzles some of them are a bit obscure there's a puzzle in the first chapter that is like oh yes you need the help from a hermit in the corner it's like ah busy looking for something go away so you've got to find the thing he was looking for which uh, i'm just gonna tell you now is a dolly a, like a small children's doll uh so yeah you need to find that for him although don't tell him it's a doll because he gets quite offended by that but yes they're yeah ba basically all the games have puzzles some of them are a bit more weird than others and to be honest i'm pretty sure i solved some of them by brute forcing uh, things that i shouldn't have done but yeah as i said it it covers over three chapters each chapter has slightly different challenges to the next and they kind of build on each other uh also you get like special items you can use and they build between each chapter so in the first chapter you get like uh i think it's an enchanted golden apple which can, you can use your magic to restore your health and you also get like a lightning shield, which you you need to use to solve puzzles. And that's kind of the thing. All of these items solve a dual purpose of most of them have like an attack option, but they also are used to solve puzzles. And yeah, there's not much more I can tell about this. As I said, it's a old DOS game. It was shareware. So the first episode was given away free and the other two episodes were, you know, uh, something you had to mail off to to order. But the game itself is just fun. Takes a bit of use get used to the controls, and also figuring out what kills you sometimes. The uh, weird green dancing things with an eyeball. Yeah, step in the cardinal directions and you die because they have like a death beam. Yeah, they just they just instantly kill you. They're they're basically a puzzle element rather than a enemy because I don't think you can kill them. There might be a way. I've not figured it out yet. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it, it's short. It's sweet. It's yeah. It, it's nothing massively special. But you know, it's free, <laughs> so you can't really complain too much. Um, but that that'll probably last you a day or two. If you're looking for a different free game on Steam, I'm going to recommend another one to you. But uh, before you judge, bear in mind that I played this on the recommendation that it was a good game. Didn't really care about the theme. And that is called Hollow Cure. Stay with me a second, like so. Yeah, Hollow Cure is based on Hollow Live set of uh, VTubers and anime girls. Now, you may be going like, "Ugh, corporate game," but this is just a fan project, and it's a fan project that's had the blessing to release on Steam. And because it's a fan project, it's completely free, and they're still doing minor updates to it as well. So that's quite nice. Um, but it's a twin stick shooter, basically. You select your girl every single uh vtuber has a different primary weapon so they range from you know there's a 
shark girl Agua, I think. Um, she has a trident. Okay, makes sense. She's a water character. Corone, who's the only other one I actually know the name of, um, who just punches with big fists. I have no idea what this in relation to. I've seen people draw her as a boxer. I'm guessing this was related to. Uh, but then, yeah, you've got ones with swords, you've got one with guns, you've got one with laser beams, tails. Yeah, there's, every single one pretty much has a unique weapon. I say twin stick shooter, even though some of them have melee weapons, but the idea being that, you know, you can move with one stick, you can attack in the direction with the right stick. And as the game goes along, you pick up items. Those items can be additional weapons. Those weapons can be... Uh, sorry, these items can be clothing which are basically like upgradable items that do stuff like the glasses increase your experience you can i don't know why it's clothing item but milk which increases the size of your attacks and i think some knockback as well and then every character has like their own set of special abilities which only they get and yeah it's, it's just the twin stick shooter you get uh, you pick up uh, experience from defeated enemies some of them will drop stuff like anvils to upgrade your uh, weapons uh, boxes, which just contain a random item, usually an upgrade to one of your existing ones, if it can. Yeah, and that's kind of basically it. And as you go through, you'll collect coins. You can use those coins to unlock more VTubers, because you only start with three. <laughs> you have to unlock all the other ones, but that's just... They're all in gachas, but they're in sets of gachas. So if you want one in particular, you can pull from that gacha. Yeah, if, if you're a fan of the Hololive VTubers... You've probably already played this game, to be quite frank. But if you've not, you don't have to be a fan to play it. I'm not a fan. I know a couple of these characters through general osmosis. Um, but I'm, you know, I don't go out and watch them and stuff. The game's honestly been a lot of fun. I have only really been playing the first map because I'm trying to go through it with every single character um, before I move on to the second map, which is a lot harder. Um, I've tried it once. It's in an enclosed space. Oh, boys are hard. But yeah, it's... It's just a nice little twin stick shooter. It's got some really nice features that I've not seen in other games as well. One of the things is if you find a golden anvil, you can fuse two of your maximum upgraded weapons in what they call a collab, which it kind of makes sense with the theme. Um, but probably, I mean, one of my favorites is just the, it's the book and the axe. Uh, the book just usually gives you like a temporary spinning set of books that attack anything around you the axe is like a spiral that goes outwards from you combine the two and it's just a constant shield around you of books and axes what more could you want what's another good one uh, the chopping board and i think bombs i think it's that combination which just makes the uh, giant chopping boards fall from the sky Oh no, what was the other really... Oh yeah, the other really good one which I like, which I do get the reference of, is potatoes and bombs, which combine into the weapon called Thank You, I Die Forever, which I only know from memes. So the only reason I, I know Corona at all is through memes, mostly Ekan Bokum. So, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's a nice visual style. There is a vague story, no one cares. <laughs> it, it, it's just a nice little game. And it's free. And it's got, you know... It's got like 30 playable characters, if that, if not more. You know, you're going to have a lot of content with this. And, you know, that's it's interesting because I've played another game called Potato in the last year, which is a very similar concept. A lot of different playable characters that you have to unlock to get. Now, while I quite like Potato's 
kind of concept. A hollow light, uh, hollow cure, I almost argue, does it slightly better, and hollow cure's free. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I mean, check out Brotato as well. It's it's not a bad game, but um, hollow cure is free, so you don't have a reason not to try it out. So, yeah, uh, hollow cure is going to be another recommendation alongside God of Thunder. So we're going to play you one track from each. Uh, going to play from Roy Davis, God of Thunder's first level theme. And from Hollow Cure, we're going to play you Grassy Plain, which is the first level theme. And that is by Yifrik. So enjoy.
Alrighty then, last but not least, one more game. This is an another paid-for game. It's another PC-only one as well, but it's an interesting one that, again, you theoretically could play most of this, or I wouldn't say most of it, three parts of it for free on the internet. Actually, no, four parts. Back in the day, there is a game series that was made on Flash, I believe, and it was called the Robot Wants series. And if you remember that, then you're going to be goes, oh, yeah, I remember that. Wait, it's on Steam now? Uh, yes, not only is it on Steam, each version of the game now has three different maps. An easier version for beginner players, a the classic version, which you remember from Flash, and a remix version, which is really, really difficult. Um, so take it on at your own peril, I guess. Um, but it is a collection of those games, plus one more that's actually brand new. And, you know, it's got a load of other stuff like director's commentary to, you know, change things up. Different outfits for a robot to wear, which actually some of them have special abilities. But the, the, the different games in the collection are uh, Robot Wants a Kitty. For some reason, this robot wants a cat as a pet. Yeah, so robot must figure out how to get a cat. It's a very basic platformer, um, but you start out with very little abilities. You do not start out with the ability to jump. You have to find the ability to jump. They're all kind of mini Metroidvania games, essentially. So yeah, Robot Wants Kitty. Uh, it is then followed by Robot Wants Puppy, which, yeah, has quite a funny ending to it. Follow that is Robot Wants Fishy, where, you know, Robot Wants a pet fish. Which uh, is going to be interesting, considering he has a pet cat and a pet dog. And then you have Robot Wants Ice Cream, which was the final game in the main series. I won't spoil the ending to that one, though, because... It has an ending, an interesting one. You find out how Robot eats ice cream. And then there's two other games which you probably won't have played. There's Robot Wants Why. Why? So Robot Wants Why was actually a promotional game that they made. That's all in the um, kind of developer commentary you can read in it. But yeah, it was a promotional game they made to go into an ad banner. Yeah. <laughs> There was an entire Robot Wants game in an advert banner, which meant it didn't have very much space to play. But it's an interesting one, and worth try. And then the final and the new entry in the series, Robot Wants Justice. Which, uh, I only read the developer commentary for today, and has an interesting origin story. So you actually get a fair bit of game, game for your buck. And there's a, a couple of extra additional playable things. Uh, prototype levels, and other uh, unlockable playable sections you can do um but the you know you've also got those main games and as i said you've essentially got three maps for each so what you're essentially getting is you know 18 different maps to play you know they can range from you know you can complete it in about five minutes to you will need about an hour to finish it um especially if you want to do stuff like 100 percent it or you know uh, defeat all the enemies there, there are loads of different little awards you can get in the game there's a lot of achievements which are most of them are very difficult to get, and I'm not going to bother. But um, it's a fun little game, and it's it's yeah, it's one of those games where it's like you just play it because it's a nice thing to relax to. Again, it's PC only, it's single player only. So if you're looking for multiplayer games, Gunfire Reborn's got your back on that one. But uh, it's it's highly recommended. Myself and the Random Genius uh, have both played this one. I actually originally watched a uh, Let's Play, and I'm. Uh, Going to see, uh, I believe they're called Nakatele. I should probably double check that. Yeah, I watched them play it originally, and yeah, I, that kind of was like, oh, that's a kind of a cool. 
but Flash no longer works, so I can't really play that, which is a shame. But hey, you know that's that's how that's how Flash games go, and it's it's good to see you know various companies protecting you know the games they've made and going like, look, we still want these games to be accessible. If you loved these games in the past, you know why not just throw in a couple of quid to have a permanent copy, or as permanent as Steam will be anyway, because it's Steam. <laughs> You know, it's survived plenty so far. Hopefully it'll last a bit longer. But yeah, that is my final recommendation for today, is the Robot Wants game. Robot Wants It All, specifically. But uh, yeah, if you really don't want to try this game, if you want to try this game before buying it, you'll need to find some kind of alternate Flash player of some kind. Uh, otherwise, yeah, uh, the game is it goes fairly cheap on Steam again. All of these games are meant to be like, you know, something you can pick up for a few quid. You know, if it's the Christmas sales, just give it a give it a little peek and see what you, what price it is. If you're happy with the price, you know, maybe just give it uh, give it a little uh, pick up. And with that, we shall end up today. Thank you for listening. If you have been listening in through this all, and um, I do appreciate it. If you want more things like this, maybe we'll get a couple of the other LMC guys to put in their recommendations for one-off little shows like this. We're going to end off with Rogue Garden and a couple of the tracks from the Robot Wants series. Probably Robot Wants Kitty and Robot Wants Puppy, because why not? Uh, so thank you all for listening, and take care of yourselves. Goodbye!
7pm on a Sunday wouldn't be the same without the LMC block. Tune in for an hour of fun every week to kickstart your Sunday evening with shows from Last Minute Continues Community Archive as well as brand new episodes premiering on Radio Sega on LMC Cast. Join the crew for fun and laughs as they battle each other for gaming supremacy and discuss their latest entertainment experiences. Good and bad. And don't forget the show that started it all. Join Kevin for hot music and hotter topics in brand new episodes of Radio Redux. You don't want to miss it. That's the LMC Block every Sunday at 7pm on Radio Sega.